Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. They're often not too concerned with what their competitors and others are doing. Law firms need people that are going to put their head down and work and would be grateful uh, to have the job and do whatever you could to help the firm. They want people that are enthusiastic. And I talk quite often about some of my first hires to recruiters. Again, keep in mind, I've been doing this work for not a quarter of a century, but a long time close. And when I started recruiting, two of my recruiters, my first recruiters had very good career histories. One woman had worked for her previous employer for 15 years and the other for eight years. And in addition to those people, I hired about 15 other attorneys as recruiters who had worked for their previous employers for one in five years. The reason I hired those 15 people was in most cases, I talked to them. I realized that they weren't cut out for working in the law firms but they might be good at recruiting, I thought, and I hired them to do things. And um, the difference between these hires was very notable. In almost all cases, the ones that were at their previous employers for a year stayed with me for a year. The ones that were there for two stayed for two. The ones that had been at their previous jobs for three stayed with threes. And this is the same pattern of attorney resumes. People tend to jump around to law firms at similar time periods. But the woman that had been in her previous job for 15 years and stayed with me for 15 years, and the one that had been with their job for eight years and stayed with me for also eight years, and they both were, didn't question the orders I gave, were loyal, were enthusiastic, believed that I was giving good orders, tried to talk to other people that, that were leaving and or not doing well in following orders to keep them around. And the difference between people that, you know, attorneys, recruiters, and others who stay long periods of time is striking. The attorneys who stay the longest typically don't allow themselves to get upset. Like what you hear when you talk to attorneys, they could be at a firm that's 100 plus years old and they'll say, or 150, they'll say, oh, the morale's really low here. Lots of people are leaving. This firm's going to be around probably another 150 years. What are they talking about? But this is what you hear. And the attorneys who stay the longest typically are soldiers. And that's what law firms are looking for. And these attorneys don't complain. I mean, they do, but they keep it to themselves. They try to not take sides in office politics. Bad idea. If you get on the wrong side of office politics, that can hurt you. They're often not too concerned with what their competitors and others are doing. Yeah, I've been, I was at, one of the funniest things I ever had was I went to a, a dinner with one of our recruiters that was meeting someone that she had placed. And I was sitting in the, and the person that she had placed had gone to the University of Chicago Law School and was at a huge firm. I think it was at like Winston Strawn that she placed them at. And the person started saying that they were very upset and wanted to move because the firm had used to let them park in the building at this parking that was hundreds of dollars a month. But now it put them in a parking garage across the street and it was dehumanizing and they had to work, walk three minutes or something. And this is the reason a lot of people will move. And I guess I wouldn't be happy either, but law firms need people that are going to put their head down and work. And so this is something that law firms are looking at when they look, when they interview, and when they see you, they're looking, can we control this person? Is this person controllable? Is this person going to be able to be managed? And when people who don't last and have problems typically are always finding things wrong, there's something wrong with their bonus or something wrong with whatever, and they're never going to be fully committed. 
They're always going to be interested in other things. They're always going to think, find reasons that the grass can be greener. They're going to not like assignments. They're going to say certain assignments are below them. The clients are below them. They're going to make all sorts of problems and, and they're not going to be interested in being managed. They may pay lip service to this, but they're not going to be interested in being managed and they're going to change their tune quite often. But when you're moving firms and you want to move markets, you need to look like someone that can be managed. There's no question about it. If you look like anything other than someone that can be managed, that's a big problem. It's not. So what do attorneys look like that can't be managed? They will have entrepreneurial activities on their resume. And again, there's nothing wrong with being an entrepreneur. But in most cases, entrepreneurs are people that they're going to do their own things. They will leave a law firm to go do something where, where they look like a big deal. They will not look like soldiers. They will try to be taking the limelight and look like they're better than the generals. And very easy to do. You can talk about all these activities and things that you did, and, but do so in a way that makes you look too independent. And regardless of where you're moving, law firms may believe you're going to have a hard time being managed. So why do I bring this up as well in this presentation about moving? One of the largest obstacles that law firms face when they're hiring attorneys from higher ranked firms is that those attorneys, if they come from a five or four firm, believe that they're better often. Four firm that's ranked very highly and international with offices all over the world, maybe not as good as another four firm. They may believe that because they came from such a good firm that they're better than the attorneys and they should be staffed on more critical matters and be given more important assignments. I've seen attorneys coming from five firms going to four firms, practically having nervous breakdowns at four firms because they believe that they should be treated with a huge level of deference and respect. Same thing goes for attorneys from a lot of law schools, like sometimes Yale Law School, the attorney from a top 10 law school, it could be Michigan or Virginia, where they're working in a smaller market. These people sometimes can be very difficult to manage. They'll resent being managed by attorneys that they don't think are as good as them. They think they should be more challenged and get better assignments. And, and if the law firm picks up on that when they're interviewing you, or if they see things on your resume that makes it look like that, they're not going to hire you. They do not want to hire people that think they're special and that think they're better than the market that they may be moving to. Come on. If you're at a four firm in New York City and or Los Angeles, and you're moving to a firm in Boulder, Colorado, you may think that you're more special than the people in Boulder, Colorado. And if you come off as that and with a little bit of arrogance and talking about how you work on these big clients and work on these important matters, and this three firm hears that, they're going to not hire you. Lawyers that believe they're better than their employers are simply not manageable. And lots of people are like this, especially young attorneys. Like they don't make the connection of what I'm telling you right now. It doesn't matter if you went to a great law school. It doesn't matter if you're at a big law firm. But when you move, that law firm sure as hell better believe that you're going to be manageable. Because if you're not, no, who would hire you? Think about you. Like something as simple as hiring someone to take care of your kids, babysitter or nanny or something. If that nanny comes in and says, I've worked for the most important families in the United States, my last job was with Meghan Markle or some, someone that's very important. And then they're working for you and they have an attitude about it. Like they think they're more important. 
that's going to be a huge turnoff. So if you're moving from a major law firm or a major market, you better look, better do everything you can to look like you're manageable and will follow the directions and would be grateful uh, to have the job and do whatever you could to help the firm. No one wants to hire anyone who believes that they're better or more talented than the people around them. They just don't. If you're an attorney to three or four firm and moving to a larger market, then the law firm believes you will be manageable, meaning they're better than you, or they have more that you're likely to want to learn from them. And especially if you have stability in your previous positions. Let's talk a little bit about stability just real briefly. And I talked about that earlier, but people that are stable and have been their previous employer a long time are likely to be manageable. When you ask attorneys that have worked in several firms why they left, they usually give you these, not always, but a lot of time, these inconsequential businesses, a reason. They lost a client. There were problems with this or that at the firm. And most, a lot of times, it's not manageable and law firms don't like it. If you're in a larger market and you're moving there from a smaller market, if you want to move to a, from a, to a large market from a smaller market, they're likely to believe you're going to appreciate being in the bigger market and more manageable. There's some markets, by the way, which would be Palo Alto and San Francisco and New York, where if you want to move there, especially in California, where you probably need the bar, they're going to take it as a matter of course. Of course they want to be here. Why wouldn't anybody be here? They're definitely going to be manageable. But law firms in larger markets just believe that they know how things are done. They're superior. Of course you want to be part of them and you will be manageable. But if you're moving from a larger market to a smaller market, law firms are going to be a little bit nervous. So you need to look like and give the idea that you're manageable. And what I'm telling you, all the stuff I'm telling you will change your ability to move firms and move markets. But you need to really give the impression that you're going to be easy to work with. You're going to do what's expected. You're going to work hard. You're going to do whatever the firm needs. You're going to adapt to their culture. And, and so attorneys from smaller markets are always concerned that attorneys are from larger markets are going to look down upon them. And they do. Uh, people in, frankly, you have two areas of the country. It's very easy, interesting. You have the coast, which might be this big and this big, and then everything in between. Most of the attorneys, most of the people in the country, there's just as many people on the coastal areas and, and outside the coastal areas than there are in the rest of the country. It's very interesting. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. And, and so a lot of times the attorneys in those areas outside of those coastal areas, which mean most of the country, or half the country, believe the people from larger markets consider themselves better and superior or in smaller markets to people from larger markets. They're very self-conscious. And the last thing a firm in a smaller market wants to do is bring on someone who thinks they know how to do things better. What does that do for their culture? What does that do for the people that are there? How does that make the partners feel? How does it make the associates feel? So if you're relocating from a larger market to a smaller one, you really need to convince the firm that in the smaller market, you'll be able to be managed. 
and manageability is often the seniority levels. The more senior you are, the more the more the law firm, the more you'll think, I know how things are done. I know how the system works. You don't need to tell me what to do. I've been doing it for a long time. And so often experience can be a be a drawback for a lot of law firms because senior attorneys often become resistant to, tra- to training and doing things the way the law firm wants. They, they start saying things like, and this is very common too, a large law firm will do things in a certain way. The large law firm will have certain ways that they do work on cases and matters. And the smaller law firm, their job is to save their clients money and get things out the door faster. So what a lot of times happens, especially with a lot of times with senior attorneys moving to smaller firms is they'll say, that's malpractice. And meaning that not doing a super good job is malpractice. And then a lot of times attorneys that might've been fired or lost jobs or had problems often become very difficult to manage. And so again, if you're a senior attorney, you need to look like a follower. I'm sorry, but unless you have a big book of business or something to offer the firm, or they're going to put you in a completely client-centered role, they're going to want to believe that you're going to follow orders, do what you're asked, take the position seriously, and commit to whatever you're working. So one of the problems that I see with a lot of senior attorney resumes is they just go into all this detail about how great they are and how they've managed all these matters and things. Just imagine if the law firm you're applying to doesn't need that, that they want someone that maybe hasn't managed all these matters, that has a different type of experience That's and wants someone to do the job, and especially when you're relocating, because there's always going to be a little bit of preconception that you may be difficult to manage. So if you're moving markets, you may often have better luck moving to a smaller market than a larger one, because the idea that you'll be the law firm will have a difficult time managing you will more likely make you less marketable in areas where there's not as many applicants with this baggage. And similarly, if you have a lot of moves on your resume and you want to look at other markets, law firms are also going to believe that there's going to be an oversupply of you. Then moving firms is often a sign you can't be managed. And then, so that I think, I hope that makes sense about being able to be managed. Being able to be managed basically means, especially when you're moving markets, does it look like this person is going to click with us, do the work, and commit to doing the work? and be able to be controlled. No one wants to bring in someone that's too independent and can't be controlled. Sending signs that you can't be controlled is a nightmare for the firms because people that are above you want to feel important. They want to give you assignments. They want to feel like you'll do them. They want to feel like you'll respect them. They want to feel like you'll respect their firm. They want to feel like you'll make the other people you're working with feel good about where they're working and all those sorts of things. The other thing that that I always think about and I think is also important is person that leaves at some point or is having problems being managed is angry a lot of the time. They're ang- they resent the management. They resent being told what to do. They may be, I don't know, they may undermine associates and the people that they're working with or above them. They may be hostile. There's just all sorts of issues. Law firms do not like it when people look like they can't be managed. And if you're moving markets, you need to look very manageable because a law firm is taking a risk on hiring someone from another market and they do not want someone to show up that's going to tell them what to do, especially if you're going into a smaller market where they're already going to be defensive or a smaller firm. This next one is interesting. I believe that this is one of the most important ones. 
This is, do you want the job? But when you're moving markets, law firms like you would, if you were hiring someone, want to hire people who really want to work there. They want people that are enthusiastic because that makes them feel good. And while it's common for attorneys to investigate lots of markets when looking for a job, law firms are much more likely to hire attorneys who really want a perfect job, who really want a job, compared to attorneys who do not want a job. So think about it. Like if you show up and you're just fired up about working somewhere and you've investigated it and you're very, you really want to be in this firm that's in another location, then they're really going to want to hire you. And some positions are absolutely perfect. There are positions that perfectly take advantage of your skills and your experience and the types of clients that could be like they they fit like a key into a lock. Patent attorneys can have rare skills in a certain aspect of patent law, doing a certain very unique thing, even though they may be working in Houston, Texas, never been to Minnesota. There may be a firm in Minnesota that has a job that matches exactly the kind of work that they do. There may be 50 people in the entire United States or 10 or 20 that do that type of work. If you apply to that type of firm, then you really, then the law firm's going to think you really want it because those things don't come along very often. And if the law firm has a perfect position from you that you're never, that you're not just applying there because you're just applying to every firm, the law firm believes that it's quite likely to be interested in you. And if they're relocating, the law firm, the best odds of getting a position are going to be when you have a position that's very rare, takes advantage of your skills and something you really want. And the more you investigate the market, investigate your various job postings, and the more niche your experience is, the more likely you are to find a perfect position and be able to move. So let's think about that. I just want to think about this for a minute and make sure you understand. Most people, when they're sending out their resume, are sending out these kind of these broad things to law firms are writing the same cover letter for every job and it doesn't stick out. But it does stick out when you have experience that exactly matches a position that law firm has, even if it's in another market. So your odds of getting a position in any market in the United States, if the law firm has a perfect position that matches your background and your background is very rare, then you should be moving markets. You should try to work in markets where there are where you might not even normally even apply. Very important. And I've had countless occasions when I got attorney a position in another market where they were incredibly well suited for that market and that firm. So these are very important points. If a law firm sees that they have a job you really want and are good fits, I mean, they get very excited. They think, wow, we've been looking for this person in this niche practice area for a long time, and we finally found them. And if that person really wants that job, that law firm is being very smart hiring that person. And this enthusiasm is going to go to throughout the firm. It's going to, it's going to raise the spirits of the law, everyone hiring that attorney if they really want the job. It's going to raise the, the, their enthusiasm. It's going to raise the enthusiasm of the other attorneys in the firm. And if someone really wants to work in a given law firm, then they're going to be more manageable and they're also going to be more likely to stick around. Think about it, especially if it's very difficult. If you're moving markets, convincing the firm that you really want to work there and the position is meaningful to you is massively important. Just put yourself in the position of the law firm. They're going to want to hire someone that really wants to work there. And and if someone really wants a job, you can often move from a small firm to a large firm, from a three firm to a four firm. And if you really want to work with someone at a specific firm, like you know someone and you 
always admired them for the type of work, you followed their career, law firms are going to love that, especially if you're moving from another market. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. So think about that, like how you position yourself when you're moving markets. You have to look like you really want the job. If you really want the job, there has to be something unique that you pick out about the firm that matches your background completely. These are the kind of people that get hired. It's also, by the way, a way to get into schools and a way to get clients and all sorts of things. You talk to a client, you say, I really want you because I want to work on your behalf because I have this experience and that. These are very important skills to understand how to do them. And then, of course, another one is, do we like you? And you would hire people that you like if you were a law firm. And people want to hire people that they like. We feel good about people that we like. And one of the most important components of any move is being liked by the people that are hiring you. Human nature is a lot of things, but being likable is important. If someone walks in and they're incredibly enthusiastic, then you like them. I've had candidates before that most people, by the way, aren't like this, but I've had candidates that every time I email them, respond, thanks for the support. I really appreciate it. And law firms, thank you for thinking of us. We're really, keep them coming. And this kind of stuff. This sort of being liked like that is very important. And we remember the people that like us. The people that like us are the people that will be there for us, that we... It's being likable is very important. And law firms and different types of people like different kinds of people. Certain parts of Texas are very conservative. Other parts aren't so much, like Austin. Different legal markets have different cultures. And so if a law firm in that market sees things about your background, that match the types of people that are there, they're going to like you. Some law firms may have lots of former athletes. They may even have former professional athletes, and they may have people of similar religions or people that are part, you know, do things outside of work, or I don't know, softball. But regardless of the culture of the law firm, there may be a law firm culture in other parts of the country that are perfect for you. You have certain types of people that you're friends with. So there are law firms that could be made up of those sorts of people. I saw a law firm not too long ago that was made up of a bunch of literature nerds. I thought it was very interesting. Um, they all like to old books and I don't know, just these are people, hire people that they like. So what can you find if you're trying to relocate markets that makes it look like, makes you likable to that firm? What about your background makes you likable? It could be politics. It could be you don't certainly want to leave a religion, but it could be all sorts of things. It could be knowing someone there. It could be 
calling them up. It could be having something in your background that's unique. There's just so many things that you could do. Skydiving. There might be, I've never heard of this, but there could be firms that have a lot of skydivers. There could be Federalist Society. I've seen a lot of times that help people. There could be Grateful Dead people in a lot of firms. There could be, and just the idea is lawyers who have similar backgrounds like each other. So if a law firm likes you, then they're more likely to hire you than a less qualified attorney, especially if you're relocating. So law firms, if you're relocating, are willing to take a chance on you compared to a similar attorney that they might not like as much. And especially if you're switching markets, your likability is incredibly important, meaning you have to walk in to a firm, you have to connect with people, they have to like you, you have to be up, you have to be able to model the being back likable to the people that are interviewing you. They need to like you. And some of the best, the most likable attorneys are just very likable. They're open. They don't judge you when you say things. They smile. They make people around them feel good. They're not defensive. People feel good about them. And you make them, you meet them, and you like them. And you immediately walk away feeling good about yourself. And they're just people that are like that. And these are skills that, frankly, you can learn. You can take a Dale Carnegie course. You can read a Dale Carnegie book. You can read Tony Robbins. Or There's all sorts of ways to become more likable and to learn the skills. And a lot of these are skills, but they're also, you have to be like that. But you have to be likable and the most likable person at the firm interviewing you. And again, one of the things that makes people likable when they're relocating to the market that they grew up in is the firm's more likely to like them because they have connections. They share interest in things that they may that may have experienced growing up there and shared things and hobbies and restaurants and all that kind of thing. So that, again, places, you know, places and things. Moving markets means you have to be likable. You have to have be ident- understand to some extent the culture of the firm and the area you're relocating to, the types of people in the firm and what they're like. And you have to have a good understanding of all that because if you don't, then, then they're more likely to hire someone that they like. So you need to do whatever you can to look like you're likable. Now, this one's pretty easy. No one's going to hire you if they can't make money off you. And I just mentioned it because a lot of times when people are interviewing with firms, they're thinking to themselves, what can this law firm do for me? What can, what do they think of me? What if, you know, what, what do they pay? Would I, do I think they're going to hire me? But one of the biggest things is law firms are businesses and, and they need to be able to make money. And if a law firm doesn't think it can make money off you, it's not going to hire you. This is what they're doing. They're not interviewing you because they think you're interesting. They're interviewing you because they need to make money. And if a law firm is hiring you from another market, that really needs to be convinced it can make money off you. Either you have client or it can be plugged into the work the firm has, but they need to be able to make money. And when a law firm brings you in, they hope that they can make money. They have a good understanding if they can make money, meaning the work that they have that they can plug you into. But what's most troublesome for law firms is when they're hiring lateral at the partner level. And this is a whole separate discussion, but a lot of times partners, very, it's very common, will try to represent that they have a certain amount of business, that they want as high a salary as possible and a draw, and, and they'll do all this. And then the attorney, they need to know that it'll materialize. And there's this cat and mouse game that goes on. And law firms get burned all the time. It's very common. 
because they hire people without sort of substantial business. And this is the big question, especially with partners that they're asking. They need to believe that they can make money off the people that they're hiring, especially partners from other markets. And, and they're less concerned with associates than they are partners. Associates know that there may be a minimum billable hours and, and you know, that they need the bar exam. They have to be able to transfer at least or something along those lines or can wave in. But with the California, for example, firms, and I think it's actually smart, will typically only hire lateral attorneys from other markets if they have the bar because it's just too risky with a 30% pass rate for the, and some other stuff. And but if you think about it from the law firm's point of view, this makes sense. Why would you want to go through the hassle of hiring someone from another market if they haven't passed the bar in California when you can just hire someone locally? Unless the person's experience is so rare, you know, that they need to hire them. And a lot of law firms, if they do, they have enough people in the market, they're not going to hire you unless they can do it, unless there's some compelling other reason. So you need to look like someone they can make money off of. There's other ways too, when you're moving markets, you can say you're the highest billing associate, or you build all these hours and you love working. And, and so these are questions that they're asking. And sometimes if you're from a big market where you're billing a lot of hours and you're moving to a smaller market where that's not the norm, if the law firm thinks you're going to bill like an animal, they're more likely to hire you probably than if you're not. Uh, so they're always asking if they can make money off you. When you're relocating markets, if you start saying things like, I'm looking to not bill a lot of hours, I'm, I want more work-life balance, think about it. That's not always the best-selling point to, to try to get a job. So they're always asking if they can make money off you. They're going to ask about what sort of hours you build. They're going to ask what sort of matters you worked on. If you got put on the most important matters, they're asking all these questions because that's going to show them. And then this is the final one, but think about it from your perspective. If you people, when they apply to schools, they ask, can I do better based on the ones they get into? People ask this sometimes in relationships with other people. They ask this all the time. They ask this when they're buying things. And law firms are businesses and they want to make the best decisions possible. So with the, all the possible issues I've talked about of hiring attorneys from other markets, it should be no surprise that law firms are going to ask themselves if they can do any better when you apply. And doing better means a lot of things. It means everything I've discussed above and, and in this webinar so far, whether you can be manageable, whether they can hire someone better experience, can they hire someone they like more, can they hire someone more likely to stick around. But if a law firm believes it can do better than you, they're unlikely to be interested. So if you're at a two firm and you're applying to four firms that have been in a bigger market, that law firm knows because they get so many applicants of four firms that they can do better. So they're not going to take a chance. If you're applying from a small market where you may be a rare commodity to a large market where there's lots of people like you, then they're unlikely to bring you on. I was, I remember this is a funny story. I was working with a guy in Kansas and he was a corporate attorney, I had not just doing 10 different types of corporate, which is common and smaller markets. I don't remember where he was, Lawrence or something. I don't remember, but it wasn't one of the biggest. And But he thought he was a hotshot. He'd been in the top 10% of his class at, in the school in Kansas and whatever, University of Kansas. He was working at a good firm in Texas. He was, uh, I don't know, a you know, former athlete, like lots of confidence. And he thought he could very easily pick up and move to a big firm in LA or New York 
And when I told him that might be a little bit difficult if he was trying to go to Skadden Arps or something, he got very angry and we didn't really have any more dealings after that. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com. 